Hey guys, welcome to the REI Network podcast with me, Gavin Timms. Hey guys, how you doing? This is Gavin Timms with the REI Network. Uh, I have two awesome guests. Just before we get started here, I just want to give you a little giveaway. If you go to reinetwork.com slash downloads, reinetwork.com slash downloads, I've got my lead sheet, my contract, and some other cool stuff for you. So go and check it out. You won't know what the third thing is until you go there. Also, a new app that we're going to be testing, I'm training VAs on right now, is Go Not dot com slash gavin go knock.com slash gavin check it out it's a virtual drive for dollars app that your guy your team can do from the philippines and actually skip trace there then and there and uh, get cold calling and texting straight away so check that out awesome right now that's out of the way let me introduce uh, two of my clients they're awesome uh, out of denver colorado chris white and joe mastrona <laughs> No? Mastriona. Mastriona. Yeah. No. <laughs> I had about 10 runs at it and still got it wrong. Um, but anyway, guys, how are we doing? Good. Good to be here. I appreciate you both getting on and sharing kind of your story. I want to go back to kind of how, you know, what you guys have been doing in investment world and uh, kind of how you met and um, kind of go from there. So let's start with Joe. Let's start with you. I know you're a seasoned veteran in the business. So how did you get in? How long have you been doing kind of deals? And tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So I've been full-time in the full-time investor in the Denver market, mainly for 13 to 14 years. Gavin, I, uh, I've done pretty much everything under the sun in terms of real estate from fix and flips to wholesaling, do a lot of wholesaling, do new builds, rentals, Airbnbs. I've done that over the course of the, the uh, 13 or 14 years. And like I said, I've been doing it full time. So yeah, it's awesome. Okay, cool. And then well, I'm going to come to you. I've got, I've got some good questions for you. Chris, what about you? I know you're newer, I would say, to the investing world a couple of years, two or three years. Yeah, I hit my two-year mark uh, this November. It'll be two years. Nice. And uh, you were in Kansas before? Started my career last year investing virtually into Kansas, Kansas City, uh, while living in Denver. And I was actually doing some traveling as well, back nice. and forth. And, and how did you guys link up? How did you become business partners? Yeah, we actually met at another networking group we were in together. And, you know, I was I was doing a lot of traveling to Kansas City and was getting ready to have a baby and kind of felt like I needed to come back to Denver and kind of put my roots down as an investor and was just talking to Joe randomly. And he's he kind of floated, hey, what do you think about maybe teaming up? Yeah. And so that's what we did coming into 2020 was we decided to team up. Yeah. And I, and I, I like that. You know, I have a lot of, you know, business partners as well uh, doing the same things. I always believe that two minds is better than one. I mean, it's a lonely world. It's hard. Investment business is hard. And I think having someone to go and, uh, you know, have a conversation with and bash ideas off and to drive the business forward is is key. So, um, you know, that's good. So you guys met, started coming together. I know we've been working together now for, I don't know, maybe three months, two, three. It's got to be three. Got to be three, I would think. Yeah. 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 You guys have been doing, you know, some some stuff together. 
you know, some marketing and we started to work together. I know you're heavy into the cold calling and I want to come on to kind of how things evolve for both of you. But before I do that, I do want to jump back over to Joe real quick and what's unique uh, that I want to pull from you, Joe, and, and I've always thought this after meeting you, is that the, the amount of deals that you've done from referrals is quite incredible. When we met, that you wasn't actually doing any marketing, <laughs> you know, which is pretty amazing. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so when I started... 2006, seven, you know, it, was a, it just a, it definitely was a different investing world. Facebook wasn't around even. And, you know, barely people had websites um, at that time. And, and really at that particular time in 2006, seven and eight, that was when, you know, the market was crashing. And so, um, you know, a lot of the leads that I got were from, you know, REOs. There was a ton of REOs and, you know, those types. But really how you networked, you know, why I mentioned Facebook is that it's a great way to network now, but there was no such thing. So you actually went to networking events and I would just go to all of them because I was new. So I was trying to find buyers, you know, just trying to learn other things. And so, yeah, I just would network like crazy there. And then I built up a, a pretty big following in a list over, you know, 13, 14 years of, of buyers. And so I will get and, and a reputation, I guess, of being able to move properties and do it at a consistent level. And so I, I've definitely done some direct mail marketing and things. But over the last couple of years, I stopped doing that. And it was just doing it strictly off networking. So I have lots of agents that will just bring me pocket listings that I have relationships with because they just they trust me. They know that. I'll get the deal done yeah. one way or another. And then the other ways were uh, just for my buyers. They would either be fix and flippers that had too many deals or it was a deal that they got that they didn't like. And they're like, hey, do you want to help me move this? Absolutely. And so yeah. last year alone, just to give you an idea, I, I did 24, 25 deals with no marketing budget or no, no, no marketing. So in Denver, in, in Denver. Yeah. And in a, in a tough market, right? I mean, it's, the reason I want you to talk on this is because it goes exactly align with what I believe in as well. I mean, I literally named, you know, the company REI network because I believe in networking. Everything is, is exactly that. And the fact that you've built something of, of relationships to be getting 24 referrals of people bringing you deals and it's all based off relationships. That's what it is. And doing a good job and, and, and doing doing what you say you're going to do, right? And there's another big little uh, gold nugget that you said as well in there is that your cash buyers, okay, become your sellers, right? So everyone needs to note and take that one down, that your cash buyers become your sellers. I mean, an absentee owner list that a lot of people pull in the industry is the fact that one point they bought this property and now they are selling it or something's gone wrong. So it is just a vicious cycle that your buyers become your sellers. And that's what you, even in current of taking too many rehabs, the money dries up, they need to sell this deal to complete another. All these scenarios that's just built off relationships. So I think that's really a key thing just to point out there so good job on that 24 deals of networking is fantastic so for you chris obviously uh the new whip on the block uh more into the systems and the technology 
yeah, I mean, you, you love systems. You really do. And you're great at it. I mean, I was impressed when we started working together. I mean, you had things dialed in and, and you kind of had most of the answers when I was like, well, what have you done this? And, and you had it built out uh, through, you know, emails and, and you'd kind of built your own CRM. I mean, you pretty much did, right? Yeah, I took uh, one out of the box and then tweaked it and manipulated it to do what I believed in my head it needed to do. So that can also be one of my biggest hurdles is being too systems oriented, process oriented, where I can't get out of my own way, which is obviously where, where you help me. Yeah. Well, I think you have to, you play with to your strengths, right? You outsource your weaknesses and, and, and all of these things. And, and that's why when we have our calls and we kind of go to the core of the business and try and figure out what the next moves are is really important because I come in straight away and go, you know, me and Joe have said it for years, show me a wholesaler that's got a great CRM and we'll show you a broke one, you know, because, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true because my mind goes to, Who's on the phone? Who's getting contracts, right? That's where I always go is that's where I go to because I know if that's not being done, then I start there and think, okay, who's on the phone? No one's on the phone, but we have this wonderful system bringing all these wonderful leads in. But if no one's on the phone, we're not, we're not getting contracts. Now, if you are on the phone, then we can analyze saying, well, is it a lead problem? Is the leads not coming in? Don't we have enough? Is it the quality of the lead? Where where are the lists coming from? We start to analyze that. But that was interesting when I started to work with you guys. Like it kind of was a good fit in a way because I'm not I am very systems and processes. I am, but I'm very much more about how we're gonna get a contract and how we're gonna make money. Right. So um you did have that built out and I want to talk a little bit about kind of how everything I did a I did a an episode called, I don't know if you've listened to it, Everything Can Change on a Dime, which was kind of built on our conversation of what happened to you guys. I'm not going to lie. It really was. <laughs> it's impressive because, you know, sometimes, you know, when we work together and I'm there to motivate, but you had it all there. You just needed to continue to do it and let the outcome happen. So let's talk about some numbers. Let's talk about the struggle uh, that everyone else is, is feeling. And um, I, I think by you talking about this they're going to get a lot from it people that, that are listening so i don't know who wants to go one of you let's talk about you know that process and how everything's going right now well i think yeah i can start out and then chris you can fill in like with the the numbers and uh and the data so chris and i started work together we decided it's at the beginning of february and so i was still working my deals just networking still and so we had multiple deals that were still going through february and into march and then covid hit so that was a that was a, a weird time for all of us and it really was strange that my networking source of leads dried up from like middle of march to june it started to dry up we could see that kind of happening. Um, people, I don't know. I don't know. Some of my agents just retracted. They were freaked out. Who knows? But then Chris and I said, well, you know what? Let's not just rely solely on that. Let's, because the, the whole thing was to bring Chris in because he had some, you know, some uh, knowledge about marketing and things like that. Where we're going to couple those two together. Well, that's what we've done. But as anyone has done marketing before, it takes time. And so we, we just started to launch that in May for marketing and, really didn't have anything for, I mean, no deals in May, no deals in June. It absolutely sucked. And, you know, that's around the time in June, we brought you on 
Gavin as our coach and was just uh, tweaking a few things for us. And with that, along with timing, and it takes time, like I said, to, to market, we had a pretty big explosion month from all the things we were doing in May and June. It popped in July and we had seven contracts on, under contract. And Chris, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're talking about the struggle, um, I would say the struggle is real. I know for my story in particular, before I got into real estate full-time last year, I had another business and in hindsight, made some poor choices in who I got into business with. And long story short, got myself into $80,000 of credit card debt, which quickly ballooned into about 120,000. You know, I'm, I'm the only income earner in my family. My wife's a world-class mom and does a great job with our two kids. And so in a lot of ways, you can maybe argue that that might've been a, a benefit being that much in debt because last January of 2019, when I started full-time real estate investing, I didn't have any other choice than to overcome my fear, my lack of skill or whatever, whatever the hurdle was in front of me. Like I, I just, I didn't have a choice because I, I woke up every day stressed out, freaked out, overwhelmed, and there was no one to cry to, right? Because I'm looking at my wife in the kitchen and I'm going to work and I've got all this credit card debt. So, you know, I'm playing the, the credit card game, you know, for the last year and a half. And, you know, when Joe and I teamed up, it was because I was getting ready to have a kid, my second kid. And, you know, I was talking to a mentor and he, he told me, Hey, your priority is to your wife and your family first. And Joe actually said this to me as well. When I was sitting in a car in Kansas city, trying to get a deal done, stressed out about the fact that I'd been living away from my family for going on a month and my wife was pregnant and Joe just kind of called me out and said, you know, Hey man, like your priorities to your wife and your kids, we got to get you back to Denver. Right. So come back to Denver, work with Joe. And, you know, probably the biggest struggle, one of the biggest struggles I face as an entrepreneur is patience. You know, like I want everything to happen now. And a lot of that's driven by the fact that I'm a hundred thousand dollars in credit card debt. Right. So it's like, I needed this to happen today. And so we were grinding from like February 1st when Joe and I met and we met you like, you know, May or I think it was, and it's, and trying to get this machine turning and, you know, and as Joe just mentioned at the end of his comments was we just last month popped seven deals and we're going to bring in about 137,000, 150,000 of assignment fees by the end of this month. So the struggle is real. (laughs) Yeah, but there's a lot, I mean, your, your why is huge. Right. I think in business, not just in real estate, but in any business that, that we do, you have to have a why. Right. And, and, and you have to go to places you don't want to go. Right. Even you telling that story, my arms are standing, the hairs on my arms are standing up. Right. Because you, you're not just saying it. <clears throat> it was real, you know, and people have got to go to them places. I do believe that it was a blessing because otherwise you wouldn't be in the position that you're in now if it weren't as bad as it got right? Because you probably wouldn't have had to dig. We had a kind of a, a heart to heart moment. I don't know, June, probably when it was like, you're off to Kansas again, if we don't figure this out and you figured it out. I mean, you got, you buckled down and you made it happen. And, uh, and that's what sometimes you got to do. Now that wasn't the for- forever. I think you'd be you know, with all fair to say that you kind of were burning out, but you bought in uh, seven contracts and 137,000. So talking about, again, the episode of everything can change on a dime and trying to get you, I understand the process because I've been through it. I teach it. 
I have multiple people with the same results consistently with the same process of just trust in the process and it will come, right? It might take a week. It might take three months or six months. I don't know that, but all you can do is control what you can control. And by doing that, I mean, it was nothing a better feeling to me when you've, I mean, and it was literally over probably seven, eight days. Uh, This wasn't over a month. I mean, this thing turned around from me saying, how are we doing? Thinking, please, if we got a contract, we've got seven under contract. We're in closing for four. We're moving the other three and I'm like, what? Like, okay, something clicked, right? It started to come together. Now, so awesome job on that. And I think everyone is going to be inspired listening to that because there's so many people in that position, right? And Joe wasn't in that position, right? He's been investing and we don't know his financial position, but doing the deals he's done and, and he's savvy is probably more comfortable, right? Where with you, everything's on the line and, and you and you dug it out. And then we went from you doing that and closing. And now, you know, from a coaching level, you're now in actually another dangerous position, which we talked about. Because now that why is still strong. But I mean, you've just, you've just cracked it. I mean, it's just, everything's just fine, flying on all cylinders. It's working, it's happening. And that can be anyone in business. That can be a, a bad, also, a, a, not a bad position, but very vulnerable if you don't catch it and you don't say, right, how do we maintain this now? Because you get an air of, of, you relax, which is so natural. And we had this conversation, right? Because you're not going at 100 mile an hour now because you don't need to because it's kind of like all that work and, and everything has paid off and here we are. And then we go to into the scaling part of the business, right? Now it's like, okay, how do we start removing ourselves? How do we actually now start working on the business and, and not on the business, not in the business? And that's kind of where you guys are at on your journey. You've got an acquisition guy that's kind of part-time. Um, we're looking you know, for another. You're looking for another one that's going to be able to take this role. We have a system that, that can generate leads now. Now we're very confident. I'm very confident in that, that you can pivot and we can get leads in any market. We have since gone from Denver into back into Kansas on a virtual level, working both markets. And maybe, guys, I've not actually checked with you on this and, and um, I can put it in the show notes, but I don't know if you want to start thinking about like an email address and maybe like if someone is listening to this call that may fit an acquisition role, if you're interested in looking, you know, the guys are looking for an acquisition person, someone with a you know good personality, a go-getter and someone that can work remotely. If you're not scared of making offers and being on the phone, I'm sure we can put something out here, either give me something or I'll put it in the show notes. If you want to apply for the position, then you know they are looking. So just just want to throw that out there and plug it real quick while while I'm on the on the subject. And and that's kind of you know um, where we're at, guys. You know I, I think you've got some more in closing, but uh, good job. Uh, you know we just had our coaching call, and it was kind of like we were picking everything to pieces. It was a bit doom and gloom, I'm not going to lie, because we're trying to like just really get in the nuts and bolts of what. And I'm like, hold on a minute. Like, let's just look at what has gone well as well. Like, you have to celebrate your wins, right? Because this business is hard enough without just pushing them aside and keep go, go, go. You know, celebrate the fact that what you have achieved and what you've got in closing is is awesome. So it's great. I know, Joe, you've got to go here in a second. So I'm trying to wrap us up. But anything else, guys? I mean, what would you say? And again, if you have an email, or we'll do a link or something in the show notes of this so you don't have to throw one out. Um, But remember that. What would you say to people listening to this, like that are on this, that are struggling? I mean, what would your advice be? You've been in the trenches. What would you say to them? Well, 
yeah, doing this 13, 14 years, you guys. Yeah. It, the toughest thing is to stay consistent. And when you're, if you are first starting, you know, it's not consistency. It's just getting those deals and having a month like we had there. I've had lots of those months. Chris experienced that for, you know, maybe the first time. But what I would say is just, just stick with it. You gotta, it's, it's like this blind faith. As long as you're doing the, the building blocks that Gavin has given you and it's, you know, talking to sellers and making offers and you're just going at it. And that's why it's always been, it's worked for me. Um, I have had some consistency issues as well, but it's always worked because I have a desire to go out there and make it happen. I'm that person. I'll just go make deals happen. And I say, and that's what I would give you the advice is that just believe in your mind that you can do it. Go get those deals and it, it will happen. Um, and then my second piece of advice is do not let your foot off the gas. When you have momentum, ride it, ride that wave as far as you can go. And then, you know, it might drop down and then you got to restart again, but try to ride it for a couple months, at least if you can, um, don't let your pet foot off the pedal because that's, that's, it's like Gavin said, it's very natural human characteristic to do is just to like kick back, throw your feet on the, on the desk and, yeah. and, uh, and just take it off. So th- those are the couple of pieces of advice that, uh, that I would uh, give. Awesome. No, that's, that's great. I a hundred percent agree with that. Well, look, uh, Chris, hold on. We're going to come to you, but Joe, I know you've got a, an, actually a meeting to jump off. So if you want to go, you can yeah. go when you're ready. Um, I appreciate you. Uh, so thank you for getting on. I think people yeah. are going to get a lot out of this. Um, so yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on. I am honored and, uh, I hope this helps uh, other people and I appreciate it. It will. Thanks, bud. I appreciate right. you. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you. Chris. So what about you? I mean, again, it's good to have the balance because Joe has been in the places that you've been, you know, I'm, I'm sure, but you were living it, you know, recently. So what, what would you say for someone, you know, the struggle, just as we've just talked about, but what would you say kind of, how did you get, how did you get through it? Like what, what would be the thing that they need to focus on or do that's going to help someone listening? Yeah, I would give everybody three quick things. The first thing I would say is don't go alone. I don't believe God wired us as human beings to go alone in anything, especially in business. So don't go alone. Uh, go with an expert, someone like Gavin. Um, that's really been the secret to my success is, is not going alone and, and not just not alone, but having an expert in the trenches um, where I can you know, send Gavin a text message yesterday and say, Hey, I'm freaking out, man. Like, please aren't coming in. Like, I don't know what to do. I got ideas, but I'm overwhelmed. I'm confused. I'm in chaos. Can you help me? And Gavin's like, yeah, let's jump on a call tomorrow morning and talk through it. And before we did this podcast, we, we did that. And now I've got extreme clarity. I can get off of this. My energy's completely changed. I'm excited. I'm going to go crush it and take over the world and never have to talk to Gavin again. We know that's a lot because I'll be messaging him in three days. Like, Gavin, I'm freaking out again, you know? And Gavin will say, great, let's get on the phone, right? So number one, don't go alone. Go with an expert. Number two is, and this is one to write down, is always believe that you are always right where you need to be. So when you are freaking out, when you are in chaos, when you are overwhelmed, do your best to pause, take a breath, close your eyes and just go, you know what? I'm right where I need to be always at all times, no matter what, because the universe is conspiring to help you win. Just always believe that you're always right where you need to be. So that's number two. And then the last thing I would say is 
You know, if it doesn't challenge you, it's not going to change you. If it doesn't challenge you, it's not going to change you. And we all know that we're developing a new skill set, which means we have to willingly step into the fire to be challenged. And the fire, the, the challenge is painful. It's not comfortable. It can be overwhelming. It can be confusing. It's going to be frustrating, right? Which is why you don't want to go alone. You want to go with an expert. But you have to really, really like get some peace of mind in the battle and go, this is normal. That's the takeaway. Like you're being challenged, you're frustrated, you're stressed, you're whatever it is, the emotion is, welcome to the club, we've got jackets, right? This is normal. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. And you have to change in order to become the world-class investor you want to be. Like, you know this logically. Where you are right now to where you want to go, you have to change. That's a 100% fact. And if it doesn't challenge you, you will never change. So don't fear the challenge. Don't push away from the challenge. Step into the challenge and don't go alone. So that when you're in that challenge and you're freaking out like I was this morning or last night, you're good. You got someone to come alongside you. So those are my three key tips. I love it. I mean, you've just bought the energy at the end. I hope everyone's still here listening what you've just said, because that's powerful. You know, it really is. And, And people need to understand the unknown is scary. But if you know everyone would be doing it, it's impossible. It's new. You're not going to know. So it is going to get difficult. And whether that's, again, working with me or or someone else or a mentor that you've got already, whoever you are listening, I think that's great advice. I went straight into coaching. This isn't me buying courses and figuring out everything on my own. No, absolutely not. Right. I come from a coaching background, even in sport. So I, I understand that exactly what you mean. You, you need a, and, and I still do it in business today. Like I get so focused and I'm so, I'm in the trenches. I can't focus on what needs to happen in my own stuff because trying to figure everything out. When I can come into a business and just look from a top level and I'm not emotionally tied to my team and my VAs and my acquisition, my business partner, I can easily look in and go, I mean, pretty quickly today, we analyzed a couple of key things that I think is going to make a huge difference that you just couldn't see because you it's not that you're, you can't figure it out. But you're just so in just trying to make it happen that a couple of tweaks is going to change everything, you know? So I think that's super powerful. I think you've bought it at the end there, so I appreciate it. And, um, you know, good job. Good job to both of you. I know Joe jumped off. Um, but sometimes, again, everyone listening, celebrate your wins. The win is what's going to keep you going um, when it gets tough. And you can break wins down. It doesn't need to be money. It doesn't need to be contracts, right? It can be my first lead. It could be my first offer. There's so many wins to celebrate in the business to try and put a positive spin. Again, believe in what you've just said, Chris, is that you're meant to be here, right? It is what it is. This is the card you dealt. And what are you going to do about it? And how are you going to handle it is what we need to you know, focus on to get us out, to move us forward and, and to get contracts um, happening, money being made. And now you're in the stage of fun stage of trying to build, you know, the business and take it uh, not to, you know, a hundred thousand, 137 or whatever thousand in closing. And how do we do that now monthly? And that's where we are. Amen. Awesome. Well, look, Chris, anything else before we finish? That's it, brother. Appreciate the opportunity to connect with you and your audience. It's been awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Look, I appreciate it. Great episode. And guys, if you're interested in working with me, go to reinetwork.com slash coaching, reinetwork.com slash coaching. If not, no problem. You've also got my downloads. Remember, reinetwork.com slash downloads. So check them out. Chris, it's been a pleasure. Appreciate your time, bud. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Bye-bye.